Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by Cisco's WebEx. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Friday, April 22nd, Earth Day, and we're bringing you real-time news. Fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. In Ukraine, satellite images appear to show as many as 200 grave sites just outside of Mariupol. The port city has been under near constant attack for about eight weeks, and the mayor says as many as 20,000 residents have been killed, a number that cannot be independently verified. In one small bit of good news, though, after many failed attempts, about 90 people made it safely out of Mariupol on Thursday. A nonprofit that provided help to Afghan refugees says that starting Monday, Americans can apply to sponsor Ukrainian refugees in the U.S. President Biden has approved 100,000 Ukrainians to enter on humanitarian patrol, and to be eligible, they'll need a sponsor. The website, welcome.us, is also accepting donations for Airbnb rentals and airline miles. Futures are down slightly on the news that Fed Chair Jerome Powell says the Federal Reserve will likely raise interest rates a half percentage point when it meets in a couple of weeks. He believes the Fed needs to move faster in order to tackle high inflation. This would be the first time since 2006 that the Fed has issued two rate hikes in a row. The scene in Florida's Republican-led House of Representatives was chaotic on Thursday. That's black Democrats protesting a congressional redistricting map that they say will hurt black voting rights in the state. They also performed a sit-in and read out the 14th Amendment, but none of it was enough. The Republicans voted to approve the map and Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to sign it. Let us know what you think of the show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at therefresh at insider.com. Coming up, we talk about the rise of LinkedIn ghostwriters, a number of them making north of $700 an hour. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere, can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. awkward moment for Kevin McCarthy just hours after the House Minority Leader vehemently denied the New York Times report saying he considered asking Trump to resign after the January 6th insurrection. Audio of McCarthy saying exactly that was released. I'm seriously thinking of having that conversation with him tonight. I haven't talked to him in a couple days. What, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to call him. He's talking to prominent Republican Liz Cheney. And it would be my recommendation we should resign. I mean, that would be my take, but I don't think he would take it. But I don't know. Donald Trump Jr. has voluntarily agreed to testify before the House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol. A quick refresher, Trump Jr. sent a text to Mark Meadows just days after his father lost the presidential election. He said they had multiple options to overturn the election in his father's favor, including focusing efforts on January 6th. If you no longer feel comfortable getting on a United Airlines flight after the mask mandate was struck down this week, don't sweat it. CEO Scott Kirby told the Today Show that people can call customer service to get a refund. United couldn't confirm that a refund would be an option in every single case, but most ticket types also let customers apply their fare to a later date or be converted to flight credit. 
If you've been on LinkedIn recently, you've probably noticed that it's no longer just for job seekers, right? It's a full-fledged social media site where people can network and connect. And there are even LinkedIn influencers now who create content that gets, you know, like a million likes. And those posts are more interesting and creative than in the past. Insider's JP Mangalinden says this is all thanks to the rise of LinkedIn ghostwriters. A lot of the content that is being pumped out onto LinkedIn, turns out a lot of that is not actually written by the uh, people with their names attached to it. It is written by PR agencies, marketing agencies, freelancers who dedicated their um, their entire weeks to writing content in the voices of these um, LinkedIn influencers, and they're writing everything from 800 to 1200 word, more formal posts like five ways to ensure your hybrid, you know, work team is working efficiently down to, you know, a haiku like 20 word Monday motivation post. Can you give us an example of someone who is doing this ghostwriting successfully? Sure. So one example uh, who's mentioned in the story, her name is Tara Horstmeyer. And so she started um, She started ghostwriting on LinkedIn. She had startup founders who came to her and they were like, hey, would you mind writing content on my behalf under my name um, on LinkedIn? It just kind of found me more than me saying, hey, this is what I'm going to seek out to do and find it. And she makes about $2,500 a month, which is very much on the lower end of what ghostwriters can command, the highest end being between $500 and $700 an hour, which basically puts it squarely in the same pay bracket as lawyers. It is surprising to me how much these execs are willing to pay. So why are people willing to spend this much money on a ghostwriter? I think LinkedIn's next chapter as a thriving content hub for working professionals. It's really risen over the last decade or so and become more and more important to business professionals. And so these influencers themselves see it as worthwhile to have content on a platform like that. JP, if someone wants to become one of these ghostwriters, what steps should they take? I think it depends on the route they want to go. I think there are two main routes. If they want to work at a more established content strategy agency where there's more stability, those agencies always seem to be hiring. There are jobs there and jobs that are being posted ironically on LinkedIn. (laughs) And then if you want to take more of the individual route as a freelancer, I think, you know, it can be as basic as putting ghostwriter in your profile, which I definitely have seen, and then doing some outreach to maybe startup founders or PR agencies who are looking to build out their freelance roster. And JP, for the rest of us who can't afford a ghostwriter, what does it take to write, you know, a really sticky or good LinkedIn post? I hate to put it this way, but it doesn't have to be a Pulitzer Prize winning <laughs> level post. I mean, the, the liter- it doesn't have to be that literary. Um, what matters most is the content itself. And by that, I mean, uh, you can go two ways. The first being, if you want to just do like short posts, I found that business management advice tends to do really, really well. And it doesn't have to be original advice from yourself. Um, One influencer I spoke to literally gets over a thousand likes or engagements on posts where he basically just screen grabs tweets of business management advice and kind of 
regurgitates them on LinkedIn with an added line or two, and that gets a lot of engagement. And then if you're, if you want to go the longer form route, you know, maybe paying attention to some of the themes that are currently resonating um, in the LinkedIn community in your feed, remote work still being one of them. If there are advice and tips that you can offer on that front, I think, I think content like that would also resonate well. Thank you so much, JP. Oh, thank you. JP Mangalinden is a correspondent covering the creator economy at Insider. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Rebecca Ibarra. And Dave Smith. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer, Andy Bowers is head of audio at Insider, and we had extra help this week from Rob Gunther. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend.